Hey everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's Thursday, December 12, 2019. 2.35 in the p.m. Wicked early podcast today because it's me, your host, Stubby Callister. I got shows tonight through Saturday. If you live in the West Michigan area... I'll be at Dr. Grin's downtown Grand Rapids in the B.O.B. Doesn't stand for bring own beer. Bring yourself down to the big old building. Come have some laughs with me and your headliner, Nathan McIntosh. Nathan, super funny dude. He's Canadian. Don't hold it against him. Lives in New York City. Hold that against him. And uh, come on out, man. He's been on all the big-time late-night talk shows. Conan, Tonight Show. I think he's been on Colbert. He's been here for Laugh Fest. Super funny dude. Show tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, show at 8 and 10.30 on Friday. And 5.30, 8 and 10.30 on Saturday. Six opportunities to come out and have some giggles with us. Uh, hence me doing this early, because normally we do it at 7 o'clock. And 7 o'clock is probably about the time that I would be leaving to go to the show. So you want to get there a little early. As the saying goes, if you're on time, you're late. At least in the comedy world. At least for me. That's how I've always been. Just uh, having been an MC forever and a day, I always hated when comics would show up right at showtime and some fucking headliners would often not show up until the feature act was on stage. And I'm always like, what the fuck are you doing, right? Like, you're probably in a town where you don't know anybody. Nothing's going on. It's like you're entertaining. You're out doing shit. It's like, are you getting one last rub out before the show? Is that is that what you're doing? You're in the shower. You're looking down at your small, pathetic pickle. And you're like, well, I'll give this a tug and try to give myself some happiness before the show starts. Is that what you're doing? You fucking egocentric motherfucker. That always would put me on edge, though. Because, again, you're always like, oh, my God, uh, are they sleeping? Did they not wake up? Did they get in a car crash? Whatever. So as far as uh, I'm concerned... You should at least be there a half hour before the show starts. Everybody's going to feel better. You're not doing anything to yourself. Just fucking show up. But anyway, so that's why I'm doing the podcast early today. So uh, no Jamie, she's at work. No Jason, he's at work. I offered it to him, but uh, he's got a big boy job. I, on the other hand, do not have a big boy job. I work for Dippin' Dots. Today was a slow day. Worked about uh, five and a half hours. Not 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 what you want, but that's what it is. It's a slow time of year. Uh, normally, uh, even though it's winter, I'm still relatively busy because I deliver to a lot of schools. A lot of cafeterias will sell Dippin' Dots. Uh, some school stores will sell Dippin' Dots. Concession stands at like the basketball uh, court, or you know when they're playing football at the football field. So schools are always very busy. 
but this time of year not so much because it's in between thanksgiving and christmas and so there's not a shit ton going on and then uh, everybody's going on holiday break so they don't want to like get a lot of product that's just going to be sitting there and uh so i get it so today was not a very busy day but uh sticking with work um i don't i i can't lie everybody i don't mind the job it's an idiot job i don't mind it uh i'm just a delivery guy it doesn't take a whole lot I, i've been able to establish some relationships with customers uh so that so that's always good you like that you're working on your sales your people skills all that good stuff and i don't mind the driving uh you know i'm usually driving anywhere from five to 10 11 hours like yesterday was an 11 hour day of driving and whatever I'm, I'm just used to it i know a lot of people like it's brutal some people can't handle the two hour drive and i just kind of chuckled to myself if you're a driver you get it you just you get used to it you get in a rhythm and there you go i i just listen to a lot of podcasts and, and life is okay uh but there was something that that i didn't uh that happened at work that I didn't particularly care for, and I just want to share it with you because it's Christmas time. It's good. A lot of uh, places of employment will throw work parties for their employees. It's good, whether it's something that they do uh, at the office, like they do like a potluck. Me, me being a social worker, that's usually what it was, right? Like there's not a ton of money to be thrown around, so they would do a potluck, and everybody would bring something in. Everybody would fire up the fucking, uh, what are those things called? Uh, not steam cookers, not pressure cookers. Y you know what the fuck. Is is it just called a potluck? Uh, you, know, you, you put your fucking meatballs in it or your chili in it and you just cook it up. But whatever. Every, so everybody bring in shit and there you go. You sit down and then, uh, you know, maybe they'd uh, give out prizes to people you do a white elephant, you do silly things like that. All, all relatively cheap, right? There you go. Not not a ton of money to be thrown around. Uh, this is my second Christmas uh, over at uh, the Whitecaps and Dippin' Dots. And uh, last year they had a little uh, little Christmas party for all the drivers. And uh, we went out and we had dinner and it was, it was nice enough. And then they also gave us a little gift card and then they uh, gave us... Uh, passes to a light show because over here at the ballpark uh, technically i work for a minor league baseball team so in the winter they try to do as much as they can uh to bring people into the ballpark they do like a winter brew fest outside in the parking lot and you know they do all sorts of whatever the fuck they can uh so what they do for a couple weeks they have this huge light show in the parking lot I always thought it was owned by the Whitecaps, but I was informed this year that it was uh, it's owned by a third-party person. They just kind of rent the space from the Whitecaps, and there you go. And uh, it's this huge, huge light display. And uh, they kind of set it up with cones and some fencing, and you just kind of drive through it. And I don't know, it takes you 15, 20 minutes, I guess, to kind of meander through the whole thing. You're, you're growing pretty slow when you do it. It's pretty cool. So they gave us uh, one or two passes to that last year, and that was pretty nice, right? Pretty nice. We had a work Christmas party this past Saturday, as I think I mentioned on the other uh, one of my other podcasts. I didn't go. I can't lie. Not a huge fan of my coworkers. Uh, don't really want to associate with them on my time off, let alone during work, right? So I didn't go. Um, 
but that that's when you would have gotten the gift card and in this little pass to the light show right so uh i see my boss you know i'm talking to him on tuesday and uh we're talking about some stuff and he's like oh hey uh there's no passes to the uh, light show this year uh they decided they were only to give passes to corporate and uh, nobody else who, who wasn't working corporate isn't going to get it. So essentially corporate are, is everybody who works over at the ballpark. I'm, I'm like rarely, if ever, at the ballpark. I, there's no need for me to be over there. So I'm just looking at him and I'm like going, that's fucking crazy. I didn't say it to him, but in my brain I'm like, this is fucking crazy because no one's losing a fucking thing right like no uh this isn't like they they gave me something they're giving me an experience and the experience costs them nothing because these lights would be on if there was a million people who went through the line or zero people who went through the line so to throw like an extra person into the line isn't going to fucking cost them a cent. And so for them to decide like, hey, we're not going to give it to these people just made me go, I don't fucking understand. Essentially what it is to me, everybody. And now I don't know how you feel. I don't particularly care about it. I went through it once. Uh, I drive past it every day now. You, you see a little bit of it from the highway. It looks like it's the same fucking experience. I can't imagine that these people change it very much. Uh, it's the same thing. Is it kind of cool? Yeah, but you can probably find some neighborhoods that have just as many lights on. You know, the good old Clark Griswold out there who's got all the fucking lights and trimmings on, on his house, and there you go. And that shit's for free! Well, this thing, uh, I think it costs, I think they were charging people like $20 a car, $25 a car, which uh, if you live in the West Michigan area, uh, I wouldn't tell you to do it. Uh, but if you do do it, go with a whole bunch of people, fill the car up, get like four or five people in, so you're only paying like five bucks a person or whatever, and, and there you go. But for them to not give me the thing, it's the fucking gesture, it's the token, it's the, hey, we appreciate what you've done for us through this year. You've made us a shit ton of money. Now here's a little token of appreciation. That's all it is. Even if they were to just give me a, a $5 coupon to McDonald's, right? Or a buy one, get one free uh, French fries at McDonald's. Something like that, right? It's the token of the appreciation. And when you don't get it, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? It's like, uh, I always liken it to when um, I drive to comedy shows. And I'm thinking like to open mics. And open mics are opportunities for comedians to get on stage to work out new material, to work on new tags, for new guys to get some stage experience. It's that kind of thing. It's practice, everybody. It's practice. So if you go to an open mic and you think it was bad, just remember, it's practice. They're not always going to be bad. They're not always going to be great. Usually they're free to see as an audience member, so, so don't complain about the cost. 
But uh, but there you go. So when I would drive, I would always want to try to load up the car, carpool, right? Everybody save a little money on gas, and there you go. But for me, I usually did drive. My car has usually always been in good shape. I don't mind driving. I got no problem with driving. I usually am not drinking at these open mics anyway. Let's fucking do this shit. The thing is, I would just want someone to, to fork over some money for gas, right? Even if they're only able to give me two bucks for gas, it's the gesture, it's the token, and I appreciate it. Will my life continue to go on if I don't get those two dollars from that person? Fuck yeah. But you know what? I'm going to remember that, whether they gave me the two bucks, and I'm going to remember it if they didn't give me the two bucks. You guys understand what I'm saying? Your, your fair share isn't necessarily whatever, but it's, it can be the sliding scale fee of whatever you can afford to pay. Just throw it out there. So I, I can't lie. I was a little miffed when I didn't get the fucking uh, the, the pass for the fucking light show. And you should be pissed because I probably would have given it to you guys as a prize. <laughs> I probably would have thrown it up on the Elemental Podcast page or maybe on my Facebook fan page as a little uh, gift and a token of my appreciation. But it didn't fucking happen. I'm not getting it. And to be perfectly honest, they didn't fucking give me a, give me a gift card or anything like they did last year. I don't know if they will or not, but just fucking crazy. Let me know if that happens to you. I would like to know if you're at work and last year work did whatever for you, and then you go and you have your uh, thing this year, let me know if you got less. Well, let me know if you got more. Let me know if you don't give a fuck one way or the other. And again, for me, it's I don't necessarily care about the light show. I just care in that they didn't care. They're like, fuck it. We're not going to give them this shit. I'm like, ah, fuck you fucking motherfuckers. Trying to stay in the, uh, in the holiday spirit. You know, I'm writing out my Christmas cards. If you guys want one, I have plenty left. I'm close to 300. I think I'm at like, uh, let me pull up my, I keep tabs. I got a little fucking, uh, what is it, Outlook? No, Office Excel. I got a little Office Excel spreadsheet and I keep in track of shit. I write down people's names, uh, the state they're from, and the date I mailed it out. I just want to know the state. Because I'm like, oh, okay, uh, where am I mailing this out to? And it doesn't necessarily correspond to listeners of this podcast, and it doesn't necessarily correspond to uh, where I've done shows. Like, clearly the majority of the people I'm sending out cards to live in the state of Michigan, right? It just makes sense. That's where I live, and the people I know, and there you go. But uh, I'm at 276. I have 500, so I'm more than halfway. I can't lie, I'm disappointed because I think that I should be... um, it should be more than that. I should be closer to 400, let alone under 300. But because I'm still banned from Facebook, Facebook has really fucked me. Because that's where I got the majority of uh, my, my people wanting cards off my Facebook uh, wall. So uh, when I get unbanned on the 18th, a week from yesterday, I'm going to send out a request. I'm going to get a shit ton, unfortunately. I'm going to be hammered, slam, slammerinoed. 
and that's fine. I would just prefer to like crank this shit out beforehand. So if you guys want one, uh, let me know your address. You think I know your address? I don't. I never write them down. And the reason I don't write them down is because people fucking move. <laughs> people change their address and they don't always tell me. I'm not a top priority for them to let me know that they have moved into a different humble abode. So let me know. And I will get you one. I, they're funny this year. I think they're funny. Most people who have received them seem to like them. I swear in them. If you don't want me to swear in them, let me know. Because I've, I've got a whole bunch of... i got like right now six or seven different scenarios that I write. And uh, one or two of them are uh, swear-free but still kind of goofy. So I'll, I'll get you one. There you go. So, But uh, trying to stay in the holiday spirit... So I've been watching some Christmas specials, some Christmas movies. I think we talked about the Holiday Inn. Uh, I'd never seen that before. It was fucking crazy shit because they do blackface in it, and it, and it comes, it kind of comes out of nowhere, and it's just a little, it's a little insane, everybody. And I know people uh, uh, got all bent out of shape about that song, that Christmas song, "Baby, It's Cold Outside." thinking uh he's the guy is roofing the drinks of the chick which is insane they're not if you look at the time frame the time period of which the song was written it's a different meaning than what it is now but uh i don't know why people aren't fucking losing their goddamn mind about holiday inn i don't know any movie theater that could get away with playing that in this day and age bing crosby puts on blackface they have a woman sing something about darkies. I'm like, holy shit. This is very awkward and very uh, uncomfortable for me. And uh, I was like, thank God I'm just sitting here with Jamie watching this and nobody else because uh, they would probably think that there was something wrong about me for watching it. And I'm like, I had no idea this shit was going down. Bing Crosby. Uh, racist child abuser. That's what we're learning about Bing Crosby from these movies. So, But uh, I watched The Santa Claus for the first time with Tim Allen. The cokehead Tim Allen. Uh, and it was better than I thought. I thought it would be complete shit. Uh, but my buddy Matt Harper and his partner Mandy, they do a podcast. When I say partner, I don't mean they're together. I mean it's his co-host, I guess. Co-host is a better term co-host of the podcast mandy they uh they talked about the santa claus on their podcast another episode podcast go check it out they talk about old movies that shaped their childhood and uh, i'm like all right i'll fucking watch this jamie actually went and bought it because uh it is on disney plus if you have that but uh i can't we can't get disney plus to pop up on our TV. So you can only watch it on like your phone or computer and it's just a little easier to watch it on the TV. So Jamie went and uh, she bought it and it was great. Loved it. Would I watch it again? I don't, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I did try to watch on Amazon Prime this uh, special from this woman i had no idea who she was her name is casey musgraves and it's casey k-a-c-e-y already i'm like god motherfucker i hate it when people take names that uh are pretty usually pretty easy to spell and then they gotta fuck them up spelled in their own unique way 
And I'm like, you're not new, unique, you're an asshole. That, that's what you are. Actually, your parents are assholes, and now you're a piece of shit because your parents are assholes. It'd be like me if my parents named me Stu, but they, they spelled it S-T-O-O or something like that, right? Just like, get it the fuck right, okay? But anyway, I, so I Googled her to see who this woman was and why does this woman have her own special. And uh, Casey Musgrave is country singer. And I'm like, that is why I do not know her. I cannot tell you the last time I listened to a country music station. I don't mind country music. It's just never the first thing to pop into my brain of like, oh, we should watch this shit. I just, it, it, it's not, not for me per se. So there you go. But uh, I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot. It's only an hour long. I'll watch it. And it has absolutely... Uh, no one on the show that I know like none of her guest stars on it because it's very much in the vein of a variety show from the 70s and I'm thinking did they plan to have it be like this was was this the outcome because it it had a very 70s vibe to it in how everybody dressed and it was uh there was a laugh track to it and it just felt like something that you would see, you know, stars on the love boat who everybody tell you, like, I don't know who the fuck that was, but they were they were hot shit for a brief second in the late 70s, early 80s. And, and that's the same kind of vibe. And I'm watching it and I'm immediately going, this is shit. Uh, I'm not I'm not digging the vibe. Uh, this woman, Casey, her singing, it just isn't for me. She's she's uh, probably a very nice lady. Uh, she's probably got some hits. I think she did. I'm not vibing. I'm not gelling with it, so I turn it off. I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, if I'm not into this shit, thumbs down, we're moving the fuck on, right? We're getting the fuck out. So we got, got the fuck out. So, But some other good ones... Um, Jamie and I, the other night, were looking for some good Christmas specials. So I was like, let's try uh, Voodoo. That's the Walmart version of like Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever. You can rent shit and they'll have weird shit. And you watch a movie and it'll have ads in it, kind of like Hulu does. Whatever. So there was a movie that popped up that was about uh, Santa Claus, who was a serial killer. Now, it wasn't Santa. It was just a dude who dressed as Santa, and he went around killing people. And he had a sidekick who uh, looked like, um, fuck, who is the chick from uh, Suicide Squad? Margot Rob Robbie's character. She's like the Joker's side piece. Uh, she looked like her. She acted like her. It was all uh, boobs uh, and insanity. Uh, Jamie said she looked like a meth out uh, somebody. And it's not necessarily a wrong description. One of my cats is going nuts. Cow, is that you? Shut up. I'm recording my podcast, cow. I, no, I said shut up. Come here then. Cow! Here he comes. Cow, why are you so goddamn loud? So we're watching it, and then immediately, 
it immediately made me remember a movie that I saw two years ago, uh, which I loved a whole lot, Anna and the Apocalypse. And now I know you're all going, Stu, that does not sound like a Christmas movie. And yes, from the title alone, you'd be like, that that is not anything good. And even the description, uh, you would be like, that is not a Christmas movie because there's fucking zombies in it. And yes, yes, I will agree with you. It is very much your non-traditional Christmas movie. Uh, But it is about this girl, Anna. Uh, She lives in England. And it's about, she's like a, they do it a little differently, but I will call her a senior in high school. I don't know what the hell they call them in uh, in England, grade 13 or 12 or what, I don't know, whatever it is. And uh, it's about her relationship with her friends and her dad. And then there's the zombie apocalypse comes all at Christmas time. And uh, let's make this uh, movie even a little crazier. And we're going to throw in some musicals to it. Uh, people break out into song and uh, choreographed dancing. And uh, I love it! It is a fantastic movie. I saw it in the theater. I had absolute, When I went to go see it, I'm like, ah, it's a Christmas movie with zombies. This is going to be great. And then all of a sudden, it's not a Christmas song with zombies. I mean, it is. But it's more lighthearted, and it's the, it's the songs and the dancing, and it's all that shit. And it was great. So if you're not a huge fan of gross zombie shit, it is not that. Uh, I mean, there is some killing, but it's not crazy over the top nonsense. Uh, it's more the relationship and singing and stuff like that. So it's great. That is on Hulu. Hulu. So, uh, if you want to see a decent one, I highly recommend that. Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse on Hulu. Or you can go to Voodoo and uh, just plug in Christmas and uh, you'll find that Santa serial killer thing. It's That is for free as well. I think Voodoo itself is for free. So, if you got a smart TV, you probably can find Voodoo for free. And you can find that. I didn't end up watching all of it. Maybe at some point I'll watch the rest of it. So, uh But there you go. Stay in the Christmas uh, spirit of stuff. Let me know if you got any Christmas movies uh, that you like that are tradition. Something that, like, not the ordinary. Like, all right, Home Alone I get. Christmas Vacation I get. uh, Christmas Story I get. uh, Die Hard I get. All all of those movies, you know, uh, White Christmas, uh, Christmas Carol. Let me know if there's something a little different, a little unusual. If there's something I'm missing, something a little hidden under the radar, not something like Elf, right? And there's nothing wrong with any of the movies I listed. I'm just into, uh, if I'm missing something, let me know. Uh, You know, like I never would have known about Anna and the Apocalypse. I just kind of stumbled across it. Now you have it. So go watch it and let me know what you think. I loved it. I know it's not for everybody, but I fucking loved it. So let's stick to the Christmas uh, theme. And we'll go, we're going into the Christmas songs, baby. We're updating the brackets. So if you got your brackets, uh, rip them out. And uh, let's see what's moving on from the 16 down to the Elite 8. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Uh, rocking around the Christmas tree versus Jingle Bells, Bark by Dogs. Uh, this one was a slaughter. Rocking around the Christmas tree. 
beat out Jingle Bells, Spark My Dogs. I'm surprised by that. I know people really like uh, Jingle Bells. And I thought maybe being barked by dogs would have it go on. So, uh, see you later, uh, Jingle Bells. You're gone. I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas versus uh, Christmas Time of Year by Green Day. And uh, I tweeted at Green Day to try to get them to pay attention to this because uh, they lost. And I was hoping maybe they would, uh, if they tweeted about it, I'm always trying to get some attention. So maybe I need to try to find like fan clubs and some stuff. Maybe if Green Day had a fan club, they would have been more receptive. But uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Crushed them 64% to 36. Uh, White Christmas by the racist uh, child beater Bing Crosby versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph won 61% of the vote. See ya, Bing! You fucking uh, racist child beater. Walking in a Winter Wonderland versus Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. Tried to uh, tweet at her two numerous times. She actually had two songs in the 32-song bracket, and uh, now she's got none. Because uh, Walking in a Winter Wonderland crushed it 88% of the vote. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, against Joy to the World, the classic Joy to the World. Actually, that was a fun one that I liked singing when I was in choir as a kid. Joy to the World was great. There's a lot to it. You can sing kind of strong and loud. I dug it. But uh, I wasn't strong enough to hold on, so gone. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, 83% of the vote. Uh, Blue Christmas by Elvis. <laughs> the guy who probably had a meth problem and uh, as a result, constipation killed him, allegedly. Uh, took on Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen. The Bruce, you're the boss, but you've been fired. Because uh, Elvis beat him 59% to 41. Uh, Please Come Home for Christmas uh, versus uh, Christmas Cannon by Transiberian Orchestra. And uh, Christmas Cannon won 59%. I think TSO might get to the final four. There's, they got a strong following. And then the last one, uh, this one was close. It got a push by listener uh, Matt Cook. Actually, I don't know if Matt listens. I think Matt listens. He at least pays attention to the Twitter feed. And uh, he was getting pissed about it. Because for a while, the two songs, Dominant the Donkey and Fuck You If You Don't Like Christmas, were tied. It was super close. Super, super close at 50% each. And then he made a stink about it and said, What the fuck? How is Dominic the Donkey not straight destroying? And uh, that got the push Dominic the Donkey needed. And uh, Dominic the Donkey won 60% of the vote to fuck you if you don't like Christmas at 40%. And I can't lie, I've never heard of that song before, the fuck you if you don't like Christmas. And uh, it's it's good. I like it. I mean, clearly there's a lot of swearing. Uh, if there's fuck you in the title of the song, clearly you can expect there to be a lot of swearing. So uh, that's it. It's gone, though. But go go check out that song if you want. So we're down now to the Elite Eight, everybody. Uh, Dominant the Donkey versus Rock Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Man, I don't know what to tell you. Dom- Rock Around the Christmas Tree uh, in the Home Alone movie. It's great. I like it. I'm thinking Dominant the Donkey. Dominic the Donkey. Hee-haw, hee-haw. He's going to win. Uh, Christmas Cannon uh, by Transiberia Orchestra versus I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Both kind of like gimmicky stuff here, particularly the hippo song. 
I'm thinking Hippo's taking it. Sorry, Chris Searcy. Hippo's taking it. Blue Christmas by Elvis versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Two classics. Rudolph is taking it. Rudolph has got this one. And then uh, this is the good this is the good one. This is the one I'm not really sure. Uh, it's uh, your mean one, Mr. Grinch versus walking in a winter wonderland. I think it'll be close. But I think Grinch is going to take it. It's going to be your mean one, Mr. Grinch, over walking in a winter wonderland. So I will put those up later. And then you guys can vote. So we'll get down to the top four on Monday. Spread the word if you could. It's just fun, right? So just retweet it or tweet at people to have them go vote. You know, we've been getting uh, between 30, 40 people voting on each one, which is nice. If we can get a little more, that'd be great. So you guys can uh, retweet. If you give a shit, I'm not telling you you have to. And I know a lot of you... Oh, my cat just tried to jump and failed. Uh... I know some of you are not even on Twitter. I would encourage you just to get on Twitter just to follow this fan page because I like doing the voting on Twitter because it's completely anonymous. On Facebook, when you vote, you can go and you can actually see who voted for what. So that's why I can get like weird, I can do weirder things on Twitter because then people won't be uh, nervous about it. Like everything's going to be completely anonymous because I won't know who voted for what. So go make yourself a Twitter account. Go like the Elemental page. Uh, it's just Elemental Podcast on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Do it. If you can follow me too, that'd be great. I want to see if I can get to 3,000 followers at some point. So I'm at like 2926 or something like that. So, you know, not, not super far away. It'll probably take me a couple months. To get 75 extra people to follow me, but whatever. You know, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying shit. Uh, all right, let's keep more with the Christmas shit. Keeping with the Christmas shit. Do-do-do. I don't ever watch uh, the Hallmark Channel because I'm not a chick, right? Uh, Hallmark Channel, it's made for women, probably I would say middle-aged women, who are uh, just like small, schmaltzy shit. Oh, boy, there we go. And, uh, you know, they got a ton of Christmas movies that come out like they come out with like six a day. It's essentially the same story, every fucking one, and it's got uh, hot dude, hot chick. You don't know who they are. They're like uh, it's a generic version of Reese Witherspoon and a generic version of Chris Pratt. And there you go, off brand, off brand Chris Pratt. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but there's uh, an organization that's pissed off. How can you be pissed off at the Hallmark Channel other than like, I hate this shit because it's bad. But they're not pissed off because of that. The uh, It's a Christian right American Family Association called One Million Moms. And uh, right there, I'm like, all right, these are just fucking bitches on their period. What are, the, what are they fucking all mad about? I can be mad at the Hallmark. They, they built this channel for you fucking moms, you idiots. But they're mad because there was a commercial filming during one of their shows for Zola. And I don't know what Zola fucking is. I'm assuming it's like a uh, jewelry place or something. I'm going to play the commercial for you. But they're mad because uh, during the commercial, there's two 
ladies, lesbians who kiss. And they're like, oh, fuck. These one million moms can't fucking handle two chicks kissing. They're probably all right with you getting fucking uh, lit on vodka. On Ryan Reynolds' vodka with the Peloton chick. But uh, heaven forbid this couple lesbians kiss. So I'm going to play the commercial here from Zola. We'll find out what the fuck this shit is. Hold on. Only the 30 second commercial. Hold on. Hold on, lady. Hold on. All right. Uh, I got to crank up the volume. Do, do, do. Here we go. I'm going to start the commercial. All right. 30 second commercial from Zola. Here we go. Zola. Hi, Ava. Wonder if our guests would be here on time. If we had a custom wedding website. With our ceremony details on it. And I, mm-hmm. Taylor, would pick Zola to have and to host our wedding. Oh, it's website. a wedding thing. Ours even matched our Zola invites. The whole thing was so freaking easy. Do you think Zola could have made planning yeah. your perfect wedding easier? Yeah. We do. No, I do. We've helped a million couples plan their weddings with free websites, registry, and invitations. Get started. That's it? Fuck. These bitches are mad. These one million hoebag moms are mad because two ladies getting married uh, have a relatively innocent kiss at a fucking wedding. Their own wedding. You motherfucking one million moms. Here's the problem, too, that I got with one million moms. I got problems with a lot of these fucking organizations. First of all, there's probably not one million moms. It's probably like 1,000 skanks. That's what they should be called, 1,000 skanks. And they're a part of a different organization. Their parent organization is the American Family Association. Now, if you know those fuckers, they hate the homosexuals. They hate them. So much so that the Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC, has deemed them to be a fucking hate group. So fuck you, American Family Association. Fuck you, 1,000 skanks. Uh, I want to see more lesbians out there kissing and fucking getting at it. I want to see them finger-banging each other. That's what I want. Zola, step up your commercial. Let's get some finger banging in there, right? That's what I want. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, so go. if you're going to get married, go support Zola. Go support him. And uh, if you don't like gay people, why the fuck are you listening to my podcast? You know I lean left. God damn it. Sticking with Christmas, even some more. Sadie Dog stared at me and she just was like, huh? She did the old head tilt thing when I was like, stay with Christmas. And she did the head tilt and now it looks like she's going to walk away from me, maybe. Uh, but there was a study done in America, the great nation of America, uh, on uh, states that were uh, the grinchiest and the states that had the most spirit about them. I don't know who the fuck did it. Well, no, I lie. CenturyLink, whatever the hell CenturyLink is, the data analysis uh, organization. Sounds fucking awful. Uh, they want to find out which states were the most festive, and they used 10 metrics across two key categories. Uh, the two key categories are online activity and uh, area culture. And uh, the things that they look for for online activity, Google searches for Christmas movies and gingerbread houses, Google's shopping trends for wrapping paper, Christmas cards, Christmas ornaments, and Elf on a Shelf, which I don't understand that. Please, if you're a parent and you do Elf on a Shelf, tell me when that started. 
I, I, I clearly was an adult when it started. It, it was not around when I was a kid. I find it weird that you have this thing that's kind of like spying on, on your kids for Santa. I don't fucking get it, but uh, but there you fucking go. Uh, number of Christmas songs streamed and number of tweets related to Christmas. So uh, I'm doing my part with all my Christmas card shit, and I'm uh, playing a lot of uh, Christmas songs through. I do it through YouTube. I do it through uh, Pandora occasionally. I don't use Spotify. Fuck Spotify. I know everybody's about Spotify. I'm at a point in my life where if it's like the biggest thing going, I don't fucking like it. I don't like iTunes. I don't want anything to do with Apple. I find it very cultish. Eat ass. Spotify, eat ass. I'm going to do things my way. And uh, sure, it's off-brand, but I don't give a fuck. And then the area culture shit is a uh, number of Christmas tree, Christmas tree farms per capita. And then the, also the amount of charitable donations. I don't have a Christmas tree. Jamie and I have a little like uh, Charlie Brown peanuts Christmas tree thing that I like that my cat Larry tried to destroy the other night. And uh, one of these days I'm probably going to drown Larry. <laughs> Good old bad Larry is going to, we're going to see if bad Larry can swim. But those are the metrics that they use to figure out uh, who's who's got the most cheer and who's the stingiest. And I uh, found out that Michigan, uh, pretty fucking grinchy. It's a 41st out of 50th. We're, we're grinchy motherfuckers here. Uh, the ones that are worst were uh, Delaware, Texas, New Mexico, New Jersey, Arizona, Florida, California, Hawaii, and Nevada. Nevada, shit. Everybody's gambling. They don't give a fuck about Christmas. They got Christmas lights in the casinos. They don't need nothing else. But here in Michigan, we got a, a town called Frankenmuth, which all that's all it is is fucking Christmas. It's uh, one of the top cities uh, in, the, in the nation for holiday vibes, and we have it. We got the world's largest Christmas store, uh, store there, Bronner's. It's fucking crazy. I've been to it. It's fucking crazy as shit. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. But uh, Michigan's pretty fucking grinchy when it comes to the holiday spirit. I'm trying to do my best. Do your best. Let me know your address. I'll send you a Christmas card. You send out Christmas cards. My buddy Adam House, he's doing what I'm doing. He's sending out 100 Christmas cards. So if you want a Christmas card from Adam, uh, he's part of the six-member mafia. Get a hold of Adam, and maybe he'll send you some. I think he's got like 50 left. I think he's having a hard time getting addresses from people as well. But uh, he'll send you one. He doesn't need to know you. I don't know most of you myself. You just listen to this podcast. Oh, and I'll tell you this. I've gotten lately, I've gotten a couple uh, emails and tweets and whatever about the podcast. And uh, I appreciate all the positive vibes. It, it's very nice to hear this I do this podcast uh, because it's something I think I would like and I would listen to and hence me doing it, and so I'm glad that you guys like it. If there's anything that you don't like, um, that's fine. Uh, please don't uh, necessarily shit on Jason or Jamie, though. Don't be like, oh, I don't like Jason, whatever, or I don't like Jamie, or whatever. Like, you know, you don't have to like them. I'm not asking more for... Uh, uh, constructive criticism, like say, "Hey, do more games," or "Hey, we like the uh, the brackets," or "We don't like the brackets." You know, whatever suggestions, and I'm open to it. Uh, it doesn't mean that I'll follow through on whatever you say. Because if you're like, "Hey, we want you to do stupid stunts, do stupid stunts with Stu," 
I'm not, I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm too damn old. A long time ago, I thought, like, oh, I'd, I'll do that. You know, when I was listening to, uh, when I did used to listen to the free beer, and, oh, fuck, sorry, my computer's eating shit. Got to try to fix it here. Uh, back in the day when you'd see all those things, like the jackass dudes and free beer and hot wing guys, and they would do all that shit. Hold on a minute. I got to put this thing down. Hold on a second. Do, 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 do. Uh, ow. There we go. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, my computer having some battery issues. So, but I used to think I could do that. But, I mean, that's shit like a young person does. They do the fucking stunts. Because you just tell them, like, hey, you're young and dumb. You're trying to earn your way through it. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm not going to go do dumb shit. If you want me to do that, fuck you. <laughs> it's not happening. Ah, uh, moving on to shit. Uh, Time Magazine, I know this is going to be weird, uh, I didn't necessarily want to talk about this shit, but Time Magazine put out uh, their their person of the year, their man of the year, their woman of the year, and um, first of all, uh, I'm always like, uh, people still read magazines? Uh, but apparently they do, right? Apparently people give a shit about this stuff, and there you go. And uh, the winner this year, that Time Magazine, who, I don't know who really cares about what Time Magazine thinks anymore, but uh, they gave it to Greta, uh, what's her name, Turnberg, the 16-year-old chick from Sweden, who is uh, an environmentalist. Uh, people either seem to really love her, or they really fucking hate her, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm probably in between, probably like most people, I'm in between about her. I like her cause. I like what she's doing. Um, I find I'm always a little skeptical, though, when it comes to kids who are, are now all of a sudden they're champions of whatever cause. You know, whenever I see things of like a uh, little eight-year-old uh, Jimmy, he's collected 1,000 blankets for the homeless this year. And I'm like, how the fuck did a little eight-year-old get 1,000 blankets, right? It wasn't all him. So how does this 16-year-old know all the stuff that she says she does and how she get around it's a uh, she's from a culture of privilege and that's how she manages to do the things that she does but you know what good for her i, I am all about uh trying to be greener uh we should all do our part we should all try to recycle uh reduce reuse all, all that good stuff right we should all try to do it and um even if you don't believe in global warming let's say you don't believe in it uh, what's wrong with trying to do all these things, right? What's wrong with, like, less plastic, less use of oil? Because, you know, oil is not renewable. It's, you use it once and it's gone. So sooner or later, it, 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 we, we're going to need something else. So whether it's uh, solar or wind, whatever, we got to come up with something. You know, oil's not probably not going to disappear in your lifetime, in my lifetime, but in someone's lifetime, it's going to be gone. So uh, we need we're, before the shit hits the fan, let's work on some shit. So, but all right, anyway. So she won. Woo! She's getting drunk tonight. I can tell. Uh, people, people don't uh, seem to know this, but Greta's a fucking partying animal. A lot of cocaine, right? 
she's the person who actually she purchased that Santa Blow sweater from Walmart before people ratted him out. But uh, Trump is mad that his nemesis, Greta, won. And of course, my computer's acting like shit now. And uh, as Trump is uh, known to do, he likes to tweet. And uh, God damn it, my computer is slow as fuck. Um, one of these days, I'm just going to break this thing. I'm going to take it outside. I'm just going to not even throw it in the street. I'm just going to gently place it down in the middle of the street and uh, hope someone runs it over. Uh, it's not letting me get to where the fuck he tweeted some dumb shit. But uh, Trump tweeted out some nonsense. And he basically said she needs to go to anger management classes and uh, go, go see a movie with friends and chill. And I'm like, okay, Boomer. Uh, first of all, you, you seem angry about 100% of the time. And uh, what does it matter? No one cares. Who cares about Time and the Mag Time Magazine, right? It doesn't matter. She what? Like, are they giving her? Is there a prize? Did she get a million dollars? Is there money that's given to a charity in her name? Like, what the? Does she get like a fucking uh, belt? That's what I want. I want there to be a belt. I want them Time Magazine to give her like a wrestling belt, and uh, and then she can just wear it around the whole fucking time for this next year because she's the champ. And then uh, at the end of next year, she's got to relinquish it to someone else, kind of like a Father Time sort of shit. I think that would be great. So, uh, yeah, my my computer is uh, completely frozen. Everybody, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Hmm. So I'm going to have to uh, do this one last thing here from memory. A couple things, uh, unless my computer fucking uh, does it. There was a man from Portage, Michigan. And uh, Portage near Kalamazoo. It's a little south of us in Grand Rapids. And uh, I'm assuming that this man um, had just been released from prison. I'm going to assume that. And the reason I assume that is because he was up in Escanaba, which is in the UP of... Um, yeah, my computer's just eating shit. It's turning off. <laughs> Computers shouldn't do that! They shouldn't turn off when you're trying to use them. But he was up in Escanaba, and so I think he was probably just recently released from prison because uh, they saying that he had a, a lengthy uh, prison record. He was 59 years old, and there was a picture of him, and he looked goofy as fuck, everybody. He, he was not. He, uh, he looked like he should be an elf or Santa Claus. It, it, it was it, an unfortunate-looking man. Uh, but he went into a restaurant up there, said he was robbing the place, and then, uh, and then he just went into the bathroom and he waited for the cops. Like, this guy, clearly there was no intention for him to do anything. Uh, and he told the judge that he said he just wanted to go back to prison because he did not know how to survive in the real world. And that's just fucking sad to me. That is just so sad of, uh, here's this guy... He's not like old, old. He's 59. 
He's only nine years older than me. I mean, he looks like he could be my grandpa, but he's not that fucking old. And he's like, I just can't survive. So uh, they locked him up. He's going to go to prison now for uh, 25 years. So he will he will probably die in prison. And that completely reminded me of the character from Shawshank Redemption of uh, Brooks, who was the lifer as well. He was in prison for whatever. I can't remember Shawshank Redemption. It was a great movie. Uh, I don't remember all the details like some fuckers do. But uh, he was a lifer. And then all of a sudden he got parole. And he got mad that he got parole. And I, I do this is spoiler, everybody, on a movie that's been out like 25 years. Uh, he took another prisoner like hostage and held like a knife to his neck because he was going to cut him because he didn't want to leave prison. And it was the same thing of like, I just don't know how to uh, how to relate, how to respond, how to deal with things. And you know, he had been in prison for so long, he hadn't had to deal with like cars and shit like that. And uh, Brooks in the movie, he ended up hanging himself because he just couldn't deal with it. it very sad. He was a very nice, lovable character in the, uh, you know, he was the grandpa type figure. Everybody liked him. Everybody liked Brooks. But he couldn't handle the real world. So I feel bad for this guy. He, his name was Mark Wilson. I feel bad for him. He just couldn't handle the world. So send me back. Some people, so they get, you know, they're three hots in a cot. Guess better than being fucking uh, homeless, I guess. And uh, one last thing here, everybody. I only bring it up because I saw it, and it's. Uh, I've talked about this a couple times. They're uh, the ring doorbells. I'm not a huge fan. I've talked about this with uh, Jason and Janie. I'm not a huge fan of the ring doorbells. Uh, the, they're the cameras that will film people like who are coming to your door, like the Amazon delivery guy, the mailman, uh, the thief who might be trying to get in. But um, there was a couple that had a ring security camera in their house. I didn't realize that they uh, had those, but apparently they do. And they had one set up in their bedroom to kind of watch their puppy. This uh, couple had a little puppy dog they got, and with the ring, you could watch... Uh, your dog uh, while you're away and um, someone hacked into the camera so let me see my computer's back if it's back let's see if I can play this or not uh, come on man do 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 security systems after a woman claims her surveillance camera was hacked hacked a couple you know what else was hacked my act hacked Urban Atlanta tonight says the only reason they bought one of these ring security cameras three weeks ago was to keep an eye on the dog. Oh, it's a nice little dog. Come on, computer. There we go. Wake up. But on Monday wow. night, while the girlfriend was sleeping in bed, she heard a strange voice coming from the bedroom camera. I can't see you in the bed. Come on, wake the f*** up. What you're hearing is the voice of someone who had hacked into their device and may have used a stolen password. Uh -oh. A digital prowler she recorded with uh -oh. her cell phone. I see the blue light come on, and so I'm texting my boyfriend saying, you know, why are you watching? He's like, what are you talking oh, about? I like it, I like it when you sleep. Spoke with our I like watching you snore, bitch. WSBT in Atlanta. 
ring should have the safety precautions. It's weird. They're interviewing the the, the girlfriend and the boyfriend. Uh, have their backs to the camera, so you don't even see them, and they're never listed by name. So that's weird. Don't worry about it. Police here are investigating, and in a statement, Ring says this is no way connected to a breach or compromise of their security, and they're encouraging right. us to change their passwords regularly. David. All right, Steve. Thank you. Still, that's not a good fucking thing either. Like, I don't want to have to change my password, like, every week because you're fucking secure. The security firm's security is shit. So, uh, just be aware of that. You know, I've heard of, like, ah, oh, come on. My computer is eating shit. Now it's working fine. Um, like, you've always heard about, like, baby, baby, uh, baby cam things being hacked, so... Very similar shit. So if you got a ring uh, security system, be careful of that. I guess change your password. Change it to Elemental Podcast. Uh, kicks ass. So uh, so that's it. That's the podcast. I'm done, everybody. If you live in the West Michigan area, uh, feel free to come see me at Dr. Grins. I'm there tonight at 8 o'clock, uh, Friday at 8 and 10.30, and Saturday 5.30, 8 and 10.30. Nathan McIntosh, very funny fella. Uh, you will like him a whole lot. Uh, please go vote for the Christmas song bracket over on Twitter. It's just Elemental Podcast over on Twitter. Simple as that. Go vote. Make yourself an account and then just use it to follow Elemental Podcast and then you can partake in the voting. And then uh, we also do have the fan page on Facebook as well. And that's it. Uh, Patreon, I'll do one on Saturday as well too. Those are for free until I get back on the uh, 18th and then I can fuck around with my Patreon account because my Facebook, my Facebook will be unblocked. So there we go. So uh, you guys are great. Uh, I'll see you on Saturday. Uh, if I don't, uh, have a good weekend. Whatever. All right. Take care, guys. See you. Bye. Right, Sadie Dog. Fuck yeah, that's right, Sadie Dog.